0: Welcome to John and Ann's wrestling podcast. My name's Ann, and in just a few moments, you'll be hearing from my boyfriend John as he tells me about what happened in wrestling this week. This is the one hour week he's allowed to tell me about that, so we'll probably learn a lot together. Did I tell you that I learned through the making of this profile that Matt Berry's uh, very afraid of ghosts?
1: Oh, you did. He wouldn't go into his kitchen.
0: He wouldn't go into his kitchen because he bought a ghost detector online.
1: And it beeped in there. And it
0: beeped in his kitchen. And then, and actually, Catherine posted the transcript of that part of the interview with this woman named Morgana Robinson, who's like one of his co-stars slash really mm-hmm. good friends in real life. And <laughs> and she said that like he. Uh, Oh fuck, I lost my train of thought like while I was talking. That's it's so a ghost. Weird. Really? Like, you ever have that the ghosts happen? Don't want you
1: to know about the ghosts. Do you so ever they derail the conversation. just have that happen
0: when you're talking and then you blank and then yep. you start panicking cuz you've blanked and you're like by the time I get to the end of the sentence, I don't know what I'm going to say.
1: Yeah, it's probably also anxiety related. And then related. you get
0: to the end of the sentence and you're like, "Oh god, it's here." Yep. <laughs> Where was I? Okay, so he bought a ghost bought a detector, detector online. And it beeped. And oh, it oh, this is what it was. He bought a ghost detector online. He um
1: you have to be pretty afraid of ghosts, it, just it, to get that far. It
0: beeped in the kitchen, and Morgana said that none of them, like none of his friends or him, could go in the kitchen for weeks because of this.
1: His friend was he not allowing his friends to go in the Mm-mm. kitchen? Or they just all no? Were? No
0: one could go in because there's ghosts in there.
1: So he was like, "Don't go in." Mm-hmm. Um, that's incredible that he was. I mean, I sp- I suppose he was just trying to protect them.
0: Yeah, I yeah, and I th- I believe he is probably very like kooky. Like yeah that, he in a way,
1: he probably is, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you have to be fairly kooky just to get as far as he did with buying mm-hmm. a ghost detector that's yeah. a, see, like if I was rich and famous, I would be buying yet more video games and comic books, but you just buy the thing that you that you know is indulgent, but you really want, so for him, it's a ghost
0: detector, well, also, you gotta think about i assume. Because, you know, things I used to enjoy in my 20s, I don't always enjoy anymore because they get old after a while, you know. Mm-hmm. But I imagine, so I imagine as I get older that will continue to happen and I'll just keep wanting to try other I things. I could
1: see you buying a ghost detector. I would buy a I ghost detector. I 100% see you buying a ghost detector and putting it in our kitchen.
0: I don't even really believe in ghosts, to be quite frank, because I think it's like... There's just too much, I don't know. I, I feel like if ghosts were around, I would have been bothered by them at some point. But yeah, like,
1: would have been harassed.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, we live in a 100-year-old apartment. I've never lived in an apartment building that wasn't like 100 years old.
1: Yeah, and somebody's <laughs> definitely died in our apartment. Yeah. In 100 years, what are the odds? No one's died?
0: No, people have definitely died in this building. Um, I
1: mean, my parents bought a house and pretty fast.
0: <laughs> and I just don't, uh, I, I just feel like, you know... Uh, I would have seen one. So you know, if yeah. you're a ghost and you're listening to this and you're mad that I don't believe in you, uh, show yourself. You yeah, ha- you coward. Yeah, show yourself. You coward. I also <laughs> Come like- get me.
1: Wow. Okay. Oh boy. This is just like you. Antagon- yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> you're giving out your phone number. You're ta- You're in ta- You're openly, aggressively antagonizing this, ghosts. This
0: week's. This week's digit in my phone number. The number four. It's also my lucky number. Because it's always the number I was ordered in in, in school. Oh. Do you ever have that in elementary school? You would always have like a number in the order you went in in line for stuff? Sometimes, yeah. I was always number four. Anyway.
1: We, uh, that sounds like a ranking. Yep. Uh, well.
0: Anyway, so what's going on in wrestling <laughs> okay, this week? Okay, about
1: wrestling because I was going to tell a story about... Well, we're getting, we're getting topic, very we're off track, but we can talk about. We need people you know what? That,
0: actually tell a ghost story because it's Halloween.
1: It's so it's not really a, like a ghost story. It's just a story that my dad told me about a guy that he worked with, and he was like, "So this guy told him he was like, you know, they're like at lunch mm-hmm. at IBM where they worked in like the '80s or whatever, '80s or '90s, probably the '80s. So he, um, this guy." Tells me, he's like, you know, I had a weird experience last night where I got, I like woke up to I like, go to the bathroom or whatever, or, or I felt compelled to wake up and I walked into my like den or living room or whatever. And he was like, and I saw like a colonial man in there. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I wasn't scared at all. He was like, really stressed that he wasn't in any way frightened yeah he was just very calm and he saw this guy this like george washington guy or whatever and this guy and this is in upstate new york very much where like mm-hmm. there was a lot of like george washington's headquarters was there like there it was, were
0: like 17 george washington's up there at one point
1: oh yeah they all lived there yeah <laughs> all, like you yeah the know, washington's they back, were
0: back when there were like 100 george washington's walking around well
1: that was at the time in england there weren't that many names available. Yeah, George Washington a bunch of was
0: guys in wigs named George Washington. Yeah, it's was right.
1: really the hello. It was the odds were that one of them was going to be president.
0: I'm George Washington. So am I. And I
1: that's a, that was a whole town.
0: That was yeah.
1: <laughs> that was most town hall meetings. Yep. That was actually the first Continental Congress. Was that was the first six days. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, this colonial man was in there, and he said, "This colonial man looked up at him, and he was he like, did the shh." Motion, mm. and then he pointed to something. Like he pointed to like a spot on the wall, and he was like there. He gestured mm-hmm. to something. He was pointing something out, mm-hmm. and then, and, and uh my dad was like, "Yeah," and was, he said it was like this crazy situation, and, but he wasn't scared. And I was like, "Okay, well, wait, what else? What else happened?" He said, yeah, I, mean, I was like, does it." And I like, was like, was "Wait, wait what? Did he open the wall?" That's up? what I was like. Wait a minute.
0: That's when you get a sledgehammer and wait, you go at your wall.
1: Exactly. That, I was like, wait. He just went back to sleep. <laughs> that was it. You gotta, you yeah, you get a sledgehammer. You this guy's trying to help you solve his like three hundred year old murder. Seriously, you have to find this guy's or bones. Find so. his
0: treasure for God's sake. Yeah, sakes. Either,
1: either there's his bones in there so that he can rest finally, or there's treasure in there so that maybe he can also. This so poor he can rest.
0: Washington man went through all the trouble to jump through planes of existence. Yeah, haven't you seen to point, Beetlejuice to point to something for a guy he doesn't even do anything no it, wonder ghosts don't show up you know no wonder you it, put in all that work you because you dressed show. up in your colonial garb i know
1: you show up but then these humans they don't show up
0: yeah yep
1: right there you go that's there fucked you go up yeah and that's a halloween story for you if a ghost you got to do your part everybody be better
0: <laughs> be better for the ghosts if they're coming back but no that's happened to me like i've woken up you and seen ghost? people I've told you this.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, you see like an old lady sometimes. I
0: saw an old lady. I see an old lady sometimes. But do you like wake up and walk around? No, but I think like with your brain, because it's sleep paralysis, right? And Mm -hmm. it's like you're still asleep and you're dreaming. Yeah. And I think some people, I don't have hard science on this, but it seems to me that like, you know, people sleepwalk, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you're a person who is at all inclined towards sleepwalking it seems to me like your sleep paralysis could potentially be something that continues while you're walking.
1: That's true. Also, I mean, I have had sleep paralysis dreams before. Sometimes when I used to sleep backstage at UCB, if I was mm-hmm. like there for a tech rehearsal and had to kill time or whatever. Um, and I would swear, swear to God or whoever that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, oh, uh, Jeff or Jeff, Wh- whoever's there, Jeff. Uh, yeah, whoever's around, uh, whoever's there to swear to sign off on it. Um, <laughs> So anyway, I would uh, I would be backstage like on the couch, and I was always worried. Even though like if somebody found me napping back there, it would not have been a big deal. It's not like mm-hmm. yeah. what are you doing here? I was just like I had to be there for something to work, and yeah. then I had a long time to kill, and I had to be there for something because I would usually have to be there really late, and then sometimes mm-hmm. get there really early, and then have something else later. Yeah. So it would just it would be fine. It would not have been a big deal if somebody found me back there. Mm-hmm. But I was still self conscious of it because mm-hmm. this is also some place where you want to like be impressing people, and so I would just swear to God that there would be somebody like I would have full conversations with people coming in like people oh, wow, that we yeah. knew like Neil, uh-huh. like Neil Casey or whatever would be like a, yeah. coming in and I would be like talking to him.
0: And what would he be saying, John?
1: Just know. Oh, hello, John. What are you doing back here? <laughs> Going to get you fired. <laughs> That's it.
0: For people who aren't aware for whatever reason, um which would be weird because you yeah. probably know who John is, but like Morely. John does really get impressions of everyone who's ever been to UCB
1: yeah if you've been there yeah it's
0: like his superpower um anyway that was a good ghost story babe thanks babe all right
1: okay we should talk about (laughs) wrestling (laughs)
0: well are there any spooky wrestling stories like halloweeny
1: halloween wrestling stories that are
0: how come we don't eat hot dogs on halloween and call them halloweenies
1: i don't know why we don't just start (laughs) I had hot dogs well, for I lunch. Don't, today. I don't really like hot dogs. I, I just love think hot dogs. I just think other people should do that. I love hot dogs, but I'll never defend them cuz like people people talk shit about hot dogs all the time, which is makes sense cuz they're probably like gross if you really think too hard about them, but I uh
0: I just don't like the taste.
1: Then I guess And I've yeah. tried
0: many, many times, and I will power through like 2 thirds of a hot dog before I just go, "Ugh." Cuz okay. I can put enough ketchup on it. Yeah. Usually to make it palatable to me, but Well, then anyway I just, all right. no well, I, okay. I can understand that no Hot Halloweenies dogs are, no Halloween but, no Halloweenies but, but I'm trying to
1: think about some some spooky Halloween wrestling lore I yeah, mean are there
0: any ghosts the Do wrestling does wrestling have ghosts
1: I mean certainly there's so many dead wrestlers and they all a lot of them have died you know what's tragically.
0: Spooky? you know what's a spooky wrestling thing the fiend
1: The Fiend is very spooky. Whatever happened to The Fiend? He got released by WWE. He had a big. He he was like killing it. Well, so. The thing about Bray Wyatt is that he is very talented. He's a very good actor. I think he's a very good wrestler. He's probably one of the best wrestlers in in the world at wrestling as like a character and committing to a character. And WWE would give him like really stupid shit to do. Mm -hmm. And he would just like kill it Mm -hmm. because he was great. But they would still book him to like constantly lose or look stupid or whatever. And after a while, there's only so much you can do, Mm -hmm. um, to continue your momentum. So he was very popular, but all the stuff he was doing, like Randy Orton on one of the pay-per-views that didn't have people in it would, uh, he'd like set him on fire and they did like an obvious cutaway cut back. And he was like clearly a dummy. Yeah. And it was very silly. Um, and so he was doing well, but he, he lost a lot of momentum Uh, And then he had a big match at WrestleMania this past year. And he was he opened the second night of WrestleMania, which was started by like a very weird pirate opening with where Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil were dressed as pirates. That whole thing I can talk about later. But Mm. but anyway, and you could tell it was off to a weird start. The first Mm -hmm. night of WrestleMania, because now it's two nights. First night was very good. The second night had a lot of really good stuff. Did not start out strong. Mm. It was the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt have a history of having these awful, weird matches, and everybody was very excited to see the Fiend, and it was kind of a weird match. And it was the opening match, which really, truly, this should, especially if they were going to do something stupid. Should not have been the opening match. It mm-hmm. should have been any just a no- you want to start the show off with like a normal exciting match that people can get on board with very quickly. Yeah, get people um, excited. Get, get people, people excited. Jazzed up. Get yes. their blood pumping. Either like a like a mid card like a intercontinental title type thing, mm-hmm. something like a big tag team match that's like very fast. Or a good thing to do is put like the older people in tag team matches and put them on first so that they're they don't have to have so much pressure on them to do this like big crazy match that they can't necessarily do anymore because their age, Yeah. but people still get to see them and they're excited and it's good. Like you're, um, if you're a
0: Billy Joel, you're not going to open with Piano Man, but you're also not going to open with Uptown Girl.
1: Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Um, also, well, I, the, the way I guess I'm describing it too is like, so in this case, mm-hmm. Billy Joel would do like half a set to open and then somebody younger Main event, the show, which makes no sense. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, an <laughs> opening band, yeah. It would be good.
1: So but Billy I mean, Joel like would open for himself, to basically. Open,
0: to open his set, he would want to play a no, song know, that yeah, people yeah. love. Yes. But that isn't, like, his big hit. Like, none of his, his not his banger, but a close to a banger. I guess he would do, jazzed.
1: I guess the thing is, with this, he would do a classic banger of his that people know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Banger not being a word I genuinely, You usually use, and I think that's apparent if you listen to me say it. But no one would be him if you hadn't said that. Great. So (laughs) he. So it would be him starting off with like a classic Billy Joel song that everybody loves Mm -hmm. to get the crowd jazzed up. And then he does like newer stuff after
0: that. I want you to name a classic Billy Joel song that
1: everybody
0: loves. Just because I saw your face when you said that, that you were trying to think of one. And then I saw your face go blank and being like, uh, a classic Billy Joel song. I
1: don't know. Uptown Girl? That was him, right?
0: That's the one I said. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, you said said. that.
1: You did say that. And you said Piano Man. There's also. Mm Oh, oh, God, what else did he do? Um, I can hear them in my head, but I can't name them.
0: You know what my favorite Billy Joel song is? Down Easter, Alexa, which is not even a big one that you would probably. God, know. you could
1: have made that up.
0: No, it's about a boat. It's, it's,
1: it's incredible. We've established this before, right? That if you tell me anything about music or you try to be like, oh, this song, I'll be like, there's like, I will mm-hmm. almost never know. No, you won't. Even Billy Joel. And I've listened to Billy Joel, and Billy Joel's very famous, and he's not like currently popular or anything i mean he's always popular but he's not like a super current no thing he's i've had i've had time what is what i'm saying i've had time yeah you've to had g-
0: lots of time and energy you also live in new york and billy joel literally has like a residency at madison square garden he does, like, he's, does. he's new york's we'll go one day new york state of mind is a song that he sings
1: i thought that was that jay-z uh, song
0: uh no that's empire state of Mind god damn it it's okay We'll work on it. We'll work on it. All right. What's the first real wrestling story? Okay.
1: Let's start the podcast 20 minutes in. All right. Oh, stop it. We're not even. No, we're 15. Um, so let's see. All right. We might as well start off with Sasha Banks. Watch. (laughs) ( ayuda) So, uh, Sasha, a little bit of a retraction, something I should have called. And part of it is not my fault because part of it is that Smackdown had not yet happened. Mm-hmm. for our last cast yeah. um, is that Sasha Banks, remember I mentioned she beat Becky Lynch in a non-title match on SmackDown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on the next episode of SmackDown, she also beat Bianca Belair, oh. which in WWE code, when you beat your opponent like that, means you are 125% going to lose at the pay-per-view Uh-oh. without fail. There's Wah-wah. no question. So mm-hmm. if I had thought about that, and certainly if I had known that she had lost both matches, Hundred percent. Also, the easiest thing for them to do is to have Sasha win Wait, and so keep the title you, on SmackDown. Are
0: you retconning your own? No, podcast I'm just. Thing right I'm now? mad
1: that I didn't think of it.
0: Oh, oh, I see. I thought you're trying saying, to correct the.
1: I'm not saying if I. It does sound a little bit like I'm saying like, oh, if I knew this, I would have known it. But mm-hmm. I'm just mad at myself that I didn't see it. You know, because well, I should have seen it.
0: I want you to know something. What? I'm mad at you too. God. Because now our podcast is a laughing stock.
1: It is. This is a serious podcast. Yes.
0: It is. And now it's a laughing stock.
1: God. Well, at least a it's a stock some, of laughs. At least it's some kind of stock. I guess that means we have.
0: Yeah. And it's up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> <It's> laughing stock.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, what about Sasha now?
1: Uh, so, Sasha lost to the pay per view. And as I was watching this match, I was like, oh, she. Because Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch were going to Raw. So I was like, oh, Becky Lynch will probably retain her title, pinning Sasha Banks so that Bianca Belair can continue chasing after the title on Raw. Mm -hmm. Which is exactly what happened. Bianca Belair, I'm pretty sure, had taken down Sasha and then Becky stole the pin. But whatever happened, Becky pinned Sasha, I believe. But the point is that Becky Lynch retained... I could be wrong about this. Um, It was a week ago and I can't even remember. Uh, But the point is Becky pinned... Sasha or Becky retained the title let me just look at the results here
0: yeah we picked our results last week and I can't even remember right. which ones I said
1: Bill hit the KOD on Lynch and Banks oh yeah she hit it on both of them but Lynch rolled up Sasha right yeah so um
0: what does that mean rolled up Sasha? uh
1: just where you like grab somebody and roll them into a pin so mm-hmm. that you can sort of get like a quick win on somebody, even if mm-hmm. you didn't like knock them out or whatever. I see. Because somebody can just suddenly get caught in it and not be able to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, Sasha lost. Becky was still the SmackDown Women's Champion, but going to Raw. Bianca Belair also going to Raw. Charlotte Flair going to SmackDown as the Raw Women's Champion. So what have I been saying? They were going to do this title exchange, right? They're mm-hmm. going to swap the titles, yeah. which is what they did. Okay. Um, at, But there's there's a lot of controversy. Oh, so, um, this also does relate back to Sasha Banks, but Sasha Banks, not being the root of the controversy, Charlotte, according to the backstage notes here, backstage rumors. So what happened was Charlotte, they were being mediated by a character, Mm -hmm. like an authority figure Mm -hmm. telling them to like, they were in the ring, Becky and Charlotte, and they were supposed to swap hand off the titles. Charlotte apparently was, Uh, maybe worried that she was going to look bad in this situation and honestly I if she was being a jerk then you know that sucks but I certainly don't blame her for being upset about this whole scenario because it was very stupid um, to do it this way Uh, but she Charlotte refused to give the title belt to Becky Lynch and then it seemed like she was trying to do a thing where she like would give and then take it back Mm -hmm. but she dropped it accidentally uh oh uh, And then so Becky got mad and then they had like a yelling back and forth and then Charlotte picked it up and then Becky threw uh, Becky took the belt and then she threw her belt at Charlotte mm. and they had to be kind of and so apparently when they got backstage they got into a, like a heated argument mm. Uh, and Charlotte left and ha- they actually like, told her to just leave mm-hmm. uh, to avoid anymore and apparently she also got into an argument. Charlotte was also in an argument with uh, Sonya Deville, the authority figure character that had been mediating the situation. So everybody was mad at Charlotte. And Charlotte apparently left then to go to AEW Dynamite to, or maybe she didn't go to AEW Dynamite, but she went to see her fiance, Andrade Alirolo, who is uh-huh. uh, an a former WWE superstar, current AEW wrestler. And he's like seemingly pretty anti WWE because they really dropped the ball with him because he's like really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they didn't do very much with him. Um, on their main roster. So I don't know if she maybe has these like ideas that she's not super a fan of WWE right now, but it seems like maybe there was some dickishness on her part, but it, well, uh, but I can't again, tell so what, what, I can't uh, tell like, what happened can here. Can I
0: pinpoint like what people would be mad at Charlotte for accidentally dropping the. So
1: it seems like she was doing this, a lot of this on her own and was complaining a lot about it. Mm. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure because i i read a lot of things about this being like oh it was she like intentionally dropped it or it was an accident but it seems like she generally has had like kind of a shitty attitude for a while from what i'm hearing but i don't i don't know i similarly i'm like I can't. I don't. I don't want to just jump on her and be like, "Oh, she's being an asshole." Because I'm like, I mean, was she being an asshole? I could see somebody. Wrestlers are very sensitive. I think, Mm -hmm. Um, if they're anything like comedians uh, and actors, uh, they're very probably sensitive. And also in wrestling, I think a big thing to be successful as like an actor is really aggressively protecting your brand. Yeah. And I think every wrestler is like that times fucking like a thousand. Oh yeah, for sure. So I can see Charlotte not wanting to look like shit. I can see Becky. Immediately being like super defensive if she mm-hmm. thinks somebody's trying to make her look like shit. Yeah. Um. So, uh. Also yeah.
0: Charlotte's dad was accused of sexual assault. Yeah. Uh, like a month ago. Maybe she's in a in a way. Maybe you know? she is
1: in a way right now. I don't know. Yeah. She Could be in a way.
0: Yeah. She, uh, she's in a state, perhaps. She
1: is perhaps in a state of sorts. Hmm. Um. And also the thing with Sasha is that Sasha like attacked Charlotte afterwards, so it looks like they're gonna have a little title feud mm. um and so that was another thing is people felt like this took focus away from that which mm. i mean i didn't even talk about that until after yeah but i'm like it it part of me is like did they do this on purpose to get me to like be interested in it because i would not have been interested in that title exchange because it's silly mm-hmm. but and not in like a purposefully silly you think way you
0: might be getting worked
1: but i think i might be getting worked because i'm like oh, now I'm now i'm like yeah. into it now it's interesting and also 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 also, what? at Survivor Series, uh-huh. for the last, like, five years, the gimmick of Survivor Series is that they have Raw versus SmackDown. Uh-huh. So they'll have pretty much every champion will be against the uh, opposite champion on the other brand, uh-huh. which would be, like, the Raw Women's Champion versus yeah. the SmackDown Women's Champion. So are they just working me very cleverly here to get me to think, to get me excited for probably what would, that's that's the next pay-per-view. Could be. So that would Could be the next be. match, you know? So, uh and I'm all for it. I actually prefer when wrestlers don't immediately just say, it. like, I know that we all know what's going on with mm-hmm. wrestling, but I like it when people kind of stick to cause it. Because it helps it in- me get invested in it, well, you know? Yeah.
0: aren't they supposed to?
1: No, like, now they just give interviews, like, oh, yeah, when we were, you know, when we talk, and, like, they'll talk oh. about openly, and, like, everything being fake. Oh, and it's that's like, annoying. It is annoying. I mean, it's like, I guess it's not any different than an actor. It's not like Matt Barry's going around doing interviews, like, yes, I am Laszlo. And. <laughs>
0: God, no. I am
1: a vampire. What are you talking about? Wouldn't that be fucking annoying?
0: It would be annoying, but it would also, I think, after a while, be endearing. It would be. It would be like, oh, yeah, that's the guy who thinks he's a vampire. He's crazy.
1: If you ever <laughs> ask me about Sami Zayn and El Generico, I will always talk about them as two separate people. There's is
0: Who is El Generico?
1: El, El Generico was a wrestler in Ring of Honor and other promotions, PWG as well. But he was the generic luchador. El Generico. Oh, that's funny. And he just wore like a lucha mask. And he was very funny and silly. He would do these like kind of half Spanish promos. Clearly he was not like a native Spanish. He was clearly not fluent in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Um, And half of it wouldn't even really be Spanish. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he would do these promos. And he wore a mask. And he was a great wrestler. Uh, And then he left Ring of Honor around the same time that Kevin Steen, now Kevin Owens, did. Uh, and he went, he's, his whole thing was that he was like, oh, I come from an orphanage in Mexico. Uh, and he was like, I'm going, he left ring of honor and everything. And he was like, I'm going back to my orphanage in Mexico to like help the orphans there. Oh, and then this guy, Sammy Zane shows up in WWE around the same time. And, uh, people sometimes think that they're like the same guy, but it, they're clearly two different people. And if you talk to like, if you listen to Kevin Owens do podcasts and stuff, he, he will say like Steve Austin was referring to them as the same person. And Kevin Owens is like, no, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah. It's like, you know how sometimes people say Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same person.
1: Yeah. It's weird.
0: It's like incorrect. Bruce
1: Wayne's like a silly drunk fornicator. Yeah. (laughs) Batman is a serious sober fornicator. (laughs) Yeah. Um, no, it's, uh, can you tell if I'm committing to this or if I really think that... No,
0: I thought you committed to it very well. Okay, great. And then you just explained that you weren't committed to it. Okay. So oh, uh, und- anyway. You undid all your work. It's just work.
1: funny because I think Kevin Owens is really confusing Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. He was like, what are you talking about? Kevin Owens would not.
0: Can you do an impression of Steve Austin being confused?
1: What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> God damn it.
0: See, there you It's go. the
1: same guy. <laughs> Look, I gotta do a couple of that. one of my favorite things used to be to do Steve Austin reading ads, Because mm. <laughs> he would look and if your dick can't get hard, take these pills. What kind um,
0: of ads are you reading?
1: He was reading uh he would do like fucking. Oh, Blue for Chew his at, podcast, yeah. you mean? Oh. Um anyway. So that's Sasha Banks watch. It looks like she's moving into a title feud. Uh she's great. Uh what else do I want to talk about here? Um so, oh, finally, I get to talk to you about this stuff I wanted to talk to you about last week. Oh, That boy. I almost was like... Uh, yeah. Because d- it's not, like, happy. So I was like... Uh-oh. So, I mean, I think ultimately it's going to be okay. But, you know, I was watching the G1 Climax. Yes. The most sensual yes, tournament the, wrestling.
0: The, the, the Japanese sex toy tournament.
1: Yeah, the most satisfying tournament in all mm-hmm. of wrestling. So I watched this thing for a month, right? And then the finals came up, and it was two... New Japan Pro Wrestling, like, legends, two of their – or not even legends, two – the, they refer to them as aces usually when they're, oh, like, on top neat. of the – Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's great. Um, And so two guys that are probably, like, two of, if not the two, biggest current stars, like, in their prime still. Yeah. Kode Ibushi and Kazuchika Okada, right? So Ibushi and Okada. So they were the finalists. Ibushi won his block, the A block. Him. in And the G1. For the fourth year in a row, nobody's ever done four G1 finals in a row. Oh, wow. And Okada won the B block.
0: Good for him. That's um, nice.
1: Yeah, it was great. And so they, I watched their match. At one point, Ibushi does a lot of like high-flying stuff. He does a lot of like flippy moves. Mm-hmm. So there's this thing called a Phoenix Splash Uh, that he goes for. It was like 25 minutes into the match. Ibushi... This 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 crazy, like, you flip over and twist in the air. It's this crazy move. Mm-hmm. He does his shit all the time. Um, So he goes for the Phoenix Splash. Okada moves out of the way. Classic <gasps> counter. Okada moves out of the way. I, on purpose, he's supposed to move okay, out of the way. Okay, this is, okay, like, okay, all bad. planned. Supposed to move out of the way. Ibushi lands. I'm watching this. I don't even really notice anything. I'm just like, oh, he missed it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the referee starts checking on Ibushi, and he's, like, checking on him. And I'm like, okay. And then eventually I kind of look away for a second and then I look back up because the ref is like waving for the bell and they just call for the bell. And oh Okada is sitting on the corner, like clearly a little confused. Uh, and they just announced that he's the winner of the G1 Climax tournament. And Ibushi is like being checked on and people come into the ring to check on Oh my on gosh. Him. Yeah. So, I mean, he's moving, which is always my number one thing. I mm-hmm. never want people to be like, I always want to make sure that they're moving and able to to do that yeah and so they check on him for a while and he's like okada like goes up to him and he's like you okay and he's holding his arm oh no yeah and he's like so i looked back because i was like what the fuck and i go back and i look at him missing the splash and for my the first thing i saw was actually that it looked like his face like bounced off the mat really hard so oh, I was like, Ugh. God. and at first i looked i thought his nose was broken but i think his nose is okay maybe and i was like god is he concussed because concussion uh, yeah concussion is bad but not the worst thing that can happen to you, especially if you take care of it and you don't uh-huh. do it. so. And it was good for the referee to stop the match. It's very proud of the referee in that situation. Uh-huh. Um, cause that's the most important thing, obviously. Uh, but apparently what happened was cause he was holding his arm. So apparently what happened was he came down on his arm. <gasps> he like landed on his arm in a weird way. Like all of his weight, and so I thought he broke like this, like the what is this your, your
0: tibia, tibia, yeah. I thought he broke and your tibia.
1: Yeah, I thought he broke his.
0: his no, no, no. It's your ulna and your radius and your arm. Your fibia and your tibia is in your leg.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's your your, your shin, ulna right? and your, your radius. Tibia? Yeah, There's yeah, like yeah.
0: Your, your tibia and your fibia is in your shin. Okay. Your ulna and your radius are in your arm. Okay, your so he broke
1: arm. one of them, uh. But I thought that's what happened. But I think what I'm reading now is that he just dislocated his right shoulder. Which is like, um, honestly, the absolute best case scenario yeah, really. out of all of these That's possibilities. Cause it was scary because he'll come back huh. soon. Ibushi takes like crazy shit all the time. He t- People will do like crazy flipping moves with him landing on his neck on oh the apron gosh. of the ring and he'll I've mean, he's had interviews before, I think, where people he's like, I don't know why people freak out about that. I know how to take that move. He's just yeah, Ibushi, he probably
0: knew how to take the move that he did where yeah, he got hurt. Like it was it's a, not about how you know. It's yeah. like eventually your luck just runs out.
1: Yeah, and it was a thing where he just like landed weird on it and yeah, hurt his shoulder. Eventually
0: but, your luck just runs yeah. out and Cody things, Ib- things you can't control happen. Yeah.
1: Cody Ibushi is like he's truly is like a he's an incredible athlete. He's great he's one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. And he's like, just, he's just very like, you watch me. You're like, Oh, this guy's awesome. But he's, his family is like millionaires or billionaires. Like he's from, Oh wow. Like his family is just like, has a ton of money. And he just became like, yeah, well, Hmm. I know you don't like it, but he came, (laughs) he came from like, he just was like, I think I'm going to be a wrestler, but he does it. I mean, and he's great. He's great at it. Normally I like hate that, but for him, I love it.
0: No, I know when 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 the nepotism kids are. Well, I guess he's not. Well, he's not nepotism because he didn't. No, no, no. Just you know, privilege. I guess privilege. Privilege, yeah, yeah. When privileged kids are at least good at their jobs, that's nice. But he's
1: also just like a very like free spirit guy, apparently. So he and this guy Zach Sabre Jr., who did not win the G One. I really wanted Zach Sabre Jr. to But he lost. I knew I picked every single one of his losses. I was like, he's gonna lose to these this guy. I can Aww. feel he's gonna lose here. I know he's gonna lose this last one because he had to lose the last one so that Ibushi could like. It was fine. He's actually getting a title shot at the next New Japan, like pay-per-view. Oh, that's very nice. excited about Good for you, Zach. And so he and Kota Ibushi were doing the cruiserweight classic tournament, which was a, uh, this tournament they did on WWE, the WWE network when it was still like pretty new network. And they were trying to get more subscribers. One of the best wrestling things I've ever seen. It was mm-hmm. like a perfect wrestling thing. Um, And Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. were probably they had like a lot of non signed WWE wrestlers Mm -hmm. and they were supposed to sign with the company. And I think the idea was that they would be in the finals of it. Um, But neither one wanted to sign Mm. because Ibushi doesn't give a shit about money because he Mm -hmm. has money. So he just wrestles where he wants to wrestle and does what he wants to do, which Mm -hmm. is great. And he wanted to go back to Japan. Cause he would never have done like WWE would not have treated him with any respect. And Zack Sabre jr. Similarly, similarly, who's British was like, I'm, I just like to, I want to wrestle in Japan and he's been great in Japan. And it's the kind of wrestling that he wants to do. And if he was in WWE, he would be doing absolutely nothing of note. And that's not a knock on him. I just know them. And he would be wrestling for the 24 seven championship. Maybe it would be funny, but it would be a total waste of his prime years. Uh, And apparently backstage. Kota Ibushi saw Vince McMahon it's unclear. Uh, Some people say he didn't even know who he was. It's it's like this big dude. And he just, Put his hand up for a high five and like made Vince McMahon <laughs> high five him. This is the kind of guy Ibushi is. I think he is. probably knew who Vince. He Mc might McMahon have was. known who he was, but nobody else would do that to Vince McMahon.
0: No, but <laughs> I mean that's and, why I think he knew who he was because I yeah. don't think I don't think he probably would have insisted with an with a. He non- might have.
1: Yeah, he, I'm assuming he probably didn't know who he was. He's also Vince McMahon. If you're a wrestler, yeah. you would recognize Vince McMahon. Um, yeah. So he's.
0: And if you're going up to someone and insisting they give you a high yeah, five, yeah. it's probably because you know who they are. Yeah.
1: It's just funny that he was that bold and that yeah. chill about it. Um, so, anyway. Uh, but, but again, that's
0: what, ge- that's what money gives you, It boldness. That's why they don't want a lot of people to have it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because then other pe- then you'll be like, oh, I can be free and do things that yeah, I want to do. I don't, don't have to want be a- fr- no, they want you to be afraid and beholden. They
0: want you to be afraid and beholden. Yes, afraid and beholden.
1: So, he was, but Ibushi, you know, just... Apparently dislocated his right shoulder. Best case scenario at that point. So hopefully he'll be back not too far from now. Yeah. Um, and then similarly on Dynamite and AEW Dynamite, they're doing this AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament God, for a title so shot. Many tournaments. So many tourneys. Is and the,
0: are there always this many tournaments in wrestling or is this tournament season?
1: Well, New Japan, their calendar is all fucked up because of COVID. So like stuff is happening at different times than it normally would. New Japan's general schedule is that they have they do have like paper big pay-per-view shows throughout the year mm-hmm. but generally they're like on tour and they'll just do like a bunch of tag team matches but their calendar is sort of set up by tournament so mm-hmm. they'll have the g1 climax which is their heavyweight tournament that's like their biggest thing of the year so
0: it's like all tournaments is what you're saying
1: it's basically yeah they do all tournaments oh okay so the g1 climax is their big round robin tournament for the heavyweights where everybody wrestles everybody Best of the Super Juniors is their junior heavyweight tournament. Uh-huh. This is similarly structured. World Tag League is their yeah. heavyweight tag team tournament. So, I and guess then, what I'm asking, yeah. sorry,
0: it, no, is, is every wrestling promotion like that where it's all tournaments?
1: WWE doesn't do a ton of tournaments. Um, they did They did do King of the Ring and Queen's Crown this year. Queen's Crown tournament, by the way, the matches, I think if you total up the, to- the amount of time for all of the matches in the Queen's Crown tournament, mm-hmm. it would equal about the length of one match in the men's king of the ring tournament because they as much as so they it's will like tell 78,
0: you 78 uh, minutes on the hour for yeah female, they get paid female female yeah. wrestlers mm-hmm. yep that's how much time they get 78 yep. minutes for every hour yeah it's uh, uh
1: as much as wwe will tell you how much they love women's wrestling and respect women they will still make them do matches in like exist, an hour
0: though Sexism doesn't exist. We gotta, you
1: gotta stop listening to Joe Rogan. Everyone's
0: <laughs> equal in America. Um, this is
1: what they want. They want you to believe that. Need you jelly everyone's beans? Everyone's
0: equal in America. Sorry, I interrupted you. It's like Julia you, Child's
1: which. ghost. <laughs> uh she
0: came here because she heard me challenging ghosts and she was like ah, she came here because she
1: heard that i fucked up making uh cookies out of a mix
0: oh yeah john tried to make cookies out of a mix like a boxed mix where okay. all you have to do is add like water and butter and uh couldn't pull it off folks i think they, pull they it ended up, <laughs> up tasting okay you know what the problem
1: was i didn't soften the butter the enough.
0: man took a box of sugar and made it only okay yeah you know i much skill that tank's
1: a lot hmm anyway, in the negative direction no they
0: were perfectly fine cooking yeah. I just think it's very funny to imagine you actually I also didn't that
1: realize up. that them cooling on the on, like the stovetop was gonna be like part of the cooking process so I put them yeah. in too long
0: that's the thing about baking is stuff doesn't stop cooking the minute you turn the heat off yeah so you have to kind of build into the idea that like oh this is going to continue to process chemically until it actually cools off
1: yeah exactly so they'll like harden more mm-hmm. um so next time I know that uh, a little fun cooking tip. John's cooking tips. Yeah. The, uh, people
0: learn so much in this podcast. Learn about Matt Berry's ghost fetish. Yeah. <laughs> fetish.
1: <laughs> I wasn't hard at all.
0: <laughs> uh, learn baking tips. Learn about your dad's friend's revolutionary ghost treasure. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Next topic.
1: I wonder if it's still there.
0: It must be, right? We should
1: go to that house. Like, hi, can I fuck up your so wall please we have to
0: go to like your dad's old office to get all the personnel records to find out who this person Ooh. was, right? Oh a break in. This is like a podcast now. Another podcast. We're going to oh, yeah. start a separate podcast to Actually, like that's investigate this.
1: Oh man. Uh all right. So So similarly on AW Dynamite as I was saying before. Um they're having this tournament uh mm-hmm. which AEW does do a fair amount of tournaments. And this is a, like an annual tournament they do for uh, a title shot, mm-hmm. um, a world title shot. And so one of the matches was Eddie Kingston mm. versus Lance Archer. Mm. Lance Archer is a very large man, very mm. tall, mm. very robust. And he does... Robust
0: or rotund? No, robust. He's
1: not rotund. Okay. Um, and he does... He'll often do a moonsault from the mm-hmm. top rope, which is unusual for a large, robust man like this. So, the moonsault is literally just a backflip. So, you're on the top. Yeah, row I've and
0: seen, um, what's her name do him? Charlotte. No.
1: Oh, Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Mm-hmm. My She fave. is one of the best moonsaults I've ever seen. Io Shirai,
0: it's, yeah. She's like one it's of my It's graceful,
1: faves. but she not only is it like, you know, well done, mm-hmm. but the thing I love about it so much is it looks like she's doing it hard. Like, she, it looks impactful. Oh,
0: it looks insane when it, she does it. You're like, oh my gosh. She's
1: doing it so aggressively. It's like, because sometimes with moonsaults, it's like it looks beautiful when they're doing it, but it doesn't look like it would hurt somebody. Yeah. Like Charlotte, as talented as she is, has one of the weirdest moves. Like it's athletically very graceful and beautiful, mm-hmm. but a lot of times, especially earlier on in her career, it just did not look at all like it would hurt anybody. She was basically doing a backflip. It's gotten better now, but Yoshirai yeah. is like, that. I feel like that would literally it's, like it's knock, like knock a, you out. Yeah. It's
0: it's violent. She just
1: does it like very violently and hard. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. And it's just really cool to see. Cause yeah. it, it actually does make me like, go oh my gosh every, yeah, exactly. time she, every time she does it i'm like oh
1: she just like <laughs> fires herself back yeah. um she it's did incredible. it off the
0: top of like a cage one time didn't we yep. were watching that like cage match and she did yeah. it from the top of the cage
1: that was i think the one right before she was like i don't need any friends
0: oh yeah that um, was a real her like um heel era yeah. her well her her great era her, her yeah. success era mm-hmm. like that was really yeah, did. she was great. She what had a great. Where is she? She's uh
1: currently one half of the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Oh, okay. Uh, she's defending it tomorrow night on Halloween Havoc.
0: Who's her tag team champ? Her- uh
1: it's this person named Zoe Stark. I've only seen her a few times. Okay. She's uh I don't know who that is. Yeah, so. she's just another NXT wrestler. That's annoying. I
0: feel like Io's a star.
1: Well, yeah, I feel like Io should have been off NXT probably at this point, but honestly, yeah. well NXT is weird now. NXT is not like it once was but NXT used to be the place where you could like actually wrestle and have like a character yeah, and stories yeah. and then the main roster was like good fucking luck I so mm-hmm. I mean I wish she would just leave WWE but maybe she'll be yeah I think she, on AEW she, might have a good she shot. could
0: probably be a real big star I mean
1: I'm always happy for somebody to be successful in WWE if they are mm-hmm. it, but it's just so hard to it's like such a crapshoot it's actually fairly similar like an SNL situation. It's like really hard to determine how successful it's a, it's a real specific pocket you have to fall into to be successful on SNL. Yeah. Like if you're too successful, you could be there for too long and then you might not have a career afterwards. If you're not successful enough, you might still have like a great career having been fired after one season, but, or like, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so Io Shirai is doing great, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) But Lance Archer does this moonsault, sort of doesn't rotate enough, lands kind of on his arm and his head. Oh, no, yeah. not again. And so he's like, I was like, whoa, that looked kind of bad. Um, and then he's like, he's moving around still talking to the referee, but he seems like kind of. You know, it like, yeah, I looping. can't tell if he's selling or cause I also wasn't sure who was going to win this match Yeah. of all the, ma- cause some of the matches in the first round were like very obvious who was going to win mm-hmm. based on like level on the card. Um, but this match, I couldn't tell who was going to win. And so Eddie Kingston, that like Lance Archer rolls out of the ring while the referee's talking to him. Uh, and he's on the and Eddie Kingston is doing this thing where he's like asking the referee, but he's staying away from him. Mm hmm. Uh, and he's like talking to the crowd and he's like you know playing mm-hmm. it up to the crowd if somebody starts playing it up to the crowd and ignoring and like not going up to the person yeah you know that they're like checking them out for real uh-huh. um and then so lance archer rolls back in the ring he's it seems like the referee in here like okay and then eddie kingston does this quick roll up and pins him and i was like okay he's definitely hurt or something's definitely going on because that was obviously like a quick yeah that's what happened to steve austin when he so owen hart did a tombstone pile driver to Steve Austin. Owen Hart's an incredible wrestler. This was a weird freak thing where he did a pile driver a weird way and he broke Steve Austin's neck. Like Steve Austin broke his neck. Oh my god. His, yeah. And so Steve Austin was temporarily paralyzed.
0: Oh my God.
1: And it's actually greatly affected his career and he had a heavily adjust Yeah, I his... think
0: becoming paralyzed would greatly affect your yeah, exactly. career in wrestling. Somehow
1: he didn't become like a quadriplegic. Um, but he did have to, he used to be like a very heavily technical wrestler, like a lot of holds and yeah. moves. And then he became just like a brawling, like punches and kicks guy. Cause uh-huh. it, he had to, um, later in his career, he was able to do a little more again. Uh, but he, but, but Owen Hart had to like vamp to the crowd a lot. And then Steve Austin did the absolute worst looking. It's called a schoolboy, where you just uh-huh. put your arm, you hook your arm around your opponent's like leg, like uh-huh. coming from behind and you, grab them like this. And you kind of like roll them onto their back. Uh So you roll them onto their back, and then they, you just are supposed to be like putting a lot of your weight onto them, onto them, and then their shoulders are pinned down. But like Steve Austin obviously could not really do that, but he was Uh supposed to win the match, and so it was just like clearly there was no, and they had to end the match. This looked a lot better than that because Lance Archer wasn't paralyzed. Yeah, if anything, he was probably concussed. Um, But they ended the match, which was actually a good excuse for him to lose that match uh, Mm -hmm. because he looked like, oh, it was a thing that he liked. And then, um, because both those guys are great and both of them deserve to move on to the next round. So at least this way he has like an excuse, but he's okay. He was tweeting about it later. He was like, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. It's under rotated. Everything's good. So I don't even think he's injured. He probably just That's good. Knocked his his bell. I wonder if Steve Austin
0: avoided permanent paralyzation because I was reading one time years ago about how if you break your neck, like spinal cord injuries, they've found out somewhat in the recent past of medicine, that if they put you on ice, like really quickly, because apparently what damages the nerves is like the swelling that's associated Mm, with mm -hmm, breaking mm -hmm, your spine. mm -hmm. So if they can stop the swelling they can limit the nerve damage or something like that. Oh. I mean, this assumes that your spinal cord isn't like severed. because yeah, yeah. There's no way to heal that. But like I was reading one time that like a football player one time, like broke his neck and the person he happened to get as a paramedic, like knew this at the time. And it was still like a new thing. Oh, wow. And they put him on a bunch of ice. And so when he got to the hospital, his neck wasn't all messed up from the swelling and they were able to. Um,
1: That's great. Well, it makes like scientifically that seems to make sense in my head because it's like, if you, if sp- you, brain your ankle or something they you're supposed to put ice on it to reduce swelling so
0: yeah because i think swelling is is bad in, in a lot of ways for yeah. your body so it's like no. if you can stop the swelling then
1: so listeners if you ever break your neck just put ice on it
0: i mean not the worst advice it's not the I worst mean advice. after you call 911 yeah, you and there's help g- on the way like also
1: go to the hospital
0: and don't move them, but, like, maybe pack some ice around the injury and yeah. try to see what you can do. I mean, it couldn't hurt, right?
1: It's definitely not going to make it worse.
0: It's not going to make it
1: worse. Uh, this is our... This unless, is our you're,
0: perf- unless you're freezing to death somewhere, yeah, in yeah. which case the job's already done. Or if like, you
1: push it onto your neck too hard. Yeah,
0: no, don't push it. So
1: I guess what I'm saying is this is official legal.
0: <laughs> I guess what we're saying uh. is always have, like, one of those liquid cold packs on you to put on your neck if you break it. Exactly. Okay. Um anyway.
1: <laughs> so now that we've that uh, now that's our medical corner. Um what else happened? Uh Impact Wrestling, Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory is their premier Impact, formerly known as TNA, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling. Oh yes. Uh had their
0: I'm pretty familiar with T N A.
1: Hey. You know me. Hey. <laughs> Titles and uh <laughs> associates i don't know um i know what you meant uh anyway i um, meant the
0: nice Anne.
1: the nice ann
0: tna oh where's she <laughs> i don't know yeah
1: <laughs> i'm with the uh, tma over here
0: the 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 mean Anne. The i was trying to an think an of an another m
1: word but i could be sweet and say the my Anne
0: doesn't make sense though it doesn't it
1: doesn't make sense as a sentence
0: all right move along anyway impact wrestling they had
1: bound for glory their premier pay-per-view event this is like their biggest show that they do Mm -hmm. and it was very good i actually watched it um i skipped around a little bit because i it was like i didn't want to but i mean i watched almost the entire show and it was it was very good they had a good um the X division championship match, which is usually like the flippy guys who do crazy moves. They had a great match. This mm-hmm. guy, Trey Miguel. Uh, and then, um, this guy, Steve Macklin, who was formerly Steve Cutler in WWE. Mm. Uh, and, uh, El Fantasmo, who is this Canadian dude that wrestles in new Japan and he's, one of the best people I've ever seen at being just a complete obnoxious asshole and <laughs> in, in as a character. And he's so good. He's very athletic as well. Like he does. And he's just such an obnoxious jerk. And it's very fun to watch. And, um, is so he that, on
0: par with the guy from AEW that wears that Burberry scarf? Cause that guy's oh, pretty MJF? good. MJF. Yeah.
1: It's a little bit different. MJF is like a very classic wrestling, like heel mm-hmm. who will berate you. Um, El Fantasmo is, I think, closer to somebody like this guy, Jay White, who's also in New Japan and in uh, the Bullet Club with El Phantasmo, who's, like, this New Zealand guy who is, like, so obnoxious mm-hmm. that you have to enjoy him because mm-hmm. he's, he's a very good wrestler, and he's just, like, his personality is so, oh, he's so mean to everybody, <laughs> but it really, really works. Um, See,
0: I like it when they're when they're, like, um he's
1: just obnoxious to the fans too he's just like everything he's so committed
0: i like the heels that come out and they're like hey nerds like like they're they're picking on everybody who likes red. like they're almost picking on the sport of wrestling itself oh yeah that always makes me laugh because it's just funny yeah how how it's like how could you how is this your character you picked a character just mean to everybody that's so silly but it
1: but it, but it works it <laughs> It absolutely works
0: because of that i think it's just so ballsy that people are like all right
1: yeah and mjf is truly like fucking fearless he will not he's very committed because yeah he and he doesn't break of, character either
0: he, yeah he makes fun of the whole crowd all the time i feel like he's never he made nice. fun of a
1: wrestler's mother for being a meth addict <laughs> like oh. in the oh a famous brian pillman jr um oh. uh yeah i don't know if she actually was a meth addict but he will say stuff like that um he made fun of cody rhodes's neck tattoo <laughs> Yeah, well, um, Cody
0: Rez's neck tattoo is bad. It's it's the awful. official stance of this podcast.
1: Cody, as a guy who is like a f- is a huge fan of yours.
0: And your wife. And your wife. We love your wife.
1: We love your wife. Uh but not in a weird way. Uh but you, For
0: me it's a weird way.
1: Okay. Um Okay. Uh but Your neck tattoo your neck is tattoo- bad. It's awful. I'm I gonna mean, say it's it for not him. Not even bad. It's, it's bad. It was a huge mistake.
0: It looks like it was a. it's a sticker. It looks like a temporary tattoo. I hoped
1: to God it was just some sort of temporary tattoo situation. It's just... Because it looks like a temporary tattoo. It does. Because it's
0: so colorful and he's like so pale. And and his hair's all blonde and whatever. So it it just sticks out more and it looks really silly.
1: It just looks very very silly. And it was just like... It also... When Twitter first got a hold of it, they were like, oh, you got a cop tattoo.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Also, I'll be honest. If you're going to get a neck tattoo... You either need to build up to the neck by being covered in tattoos, yes. or you need to think of a like tasteful, understated neck tattoo situation. His is like he doesn't have enough tattoos to have built up to that, and it's this huge, giant, colorful thing on the side of his neck. Yeah. and it's like this is just looks out of place. Yeah, aesthetically, it's just strange.
1: No, it just does. It doesn't work on on truly any level. Mm-mm. His other tattoo is literally just says it's the word dream, over like on his on his chest, which is. I believe because his father was the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. and I'm assuming it's like his father's nickname over his heart, which is very sweet, and I think yeah. it works really well. It's just like incursive, but this one is just like it's an, the wrong thing on the wrong place. And it's what just, is it
0: again? Is it like a little devil's face or a? a it's a little like skull? It's so. Like,
1: it's his logo. It's his American Nightmare logo. Um, it's like
0: a skull, right? Or yeah. a devil or something. Um, and it's like an American flag kind yes. of thing.
1: Uh, it looks like so it's just, silly. It's it really looks bad. Oh yeah, it's like thing. a little
0: demon with wings. Yeah, exactly. And it has yeah, that's so silly.
1: It's very silly for a man in his mid 30s to on get that his too. On neck. I yeah. mean, on
0: your bicep, sure.
1: Yeah, you could put it on his bicep, but it's not pec, so bad. Yeah, go for it. On his other pec, sure, why not?
0: Across your back? Be pretty cool. Yeah. Your neck just not the best place for.
1: But it. here we are. Here we are. Um, But anyway, uh, uh, Bound for Glory was good. Uh, So they had these three guys in the X Division title had a great match, great, what they call a spot fest, usually, where Mm -hmm. it's like just guys doing big, crazy moves. They were selling pretty well for the type of match that it was, too. A big criticism of uh, why a spot fest is sort of usually used in a derogatory sense is that uh, it's thought that you're not selling the moves properly, Mm. and you're like uh, exposing the business and how it's not necessarily real um, because you'll take like a big crazy move and then you'll just get right up and do another big crazy move when really what you should do, and it's also people would have this note for pacing.
0: Yeah, you're not selling it as much. Yeah,
1: and so people have this note for pacing. It'd be like if you do a sketch and you just are like yelling jokes over each other really fast. Uh huh. Um, That's
0: actually a funny idea for a show. Anyway, continue.
1: Yeah, um, well... And it it does it it does work in in the way that like oh, I'm just kidding, even well no a yeah. sketch it could work too being really fast paced like that mm-hmm. and it does work for a lot of wrestlers I can see the criticism but for this I think they did it really well um, and I like those matches too and I think you want matches like that on your show because you want your show to be like different throughout mm-hmm. you don't want it to be the same type of thing over and over again yeah um, so it's good to have a match like that and they did a great job and this guy Trey Miguel one who I which is cool I haven't seen a lot of him but I can tell he's like the He's been in the X Division for a while now. Is this first one? I think he's. Ooh, the X Division. The X Division. Sounds yeah, like X. It's like one of their. Uh, it's one of their like premier things.
0: It sounds like a place where they're developing wrestlers um, out of a lab or something.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a comic book thing. The like X the X Division. The X Division. And like yeah. you have
0: to go down, and there's like a big yeah. metal door, and there's like lights around the metal door that go. And there's when it guards. Opens up. Yeah, around them. And yeah. there's guards, and then you go in, and you're in the X Division
1: the X division.
0: And there's a scientist who runs it and he has a hot daughter. I
1: thought you're going to say a hot dog.
0: You can have that too. I just,
1: I'm imagining the scientist running in like, hello. Oh. <laughs> what have we got? <laughs> um, uh,
0: I think people would like science more. if More scientists did that.
1: Yeah. Just showing. Up. If I was a scientist, I would be showing up at snack all the time.
0: Yeah. Get the vaccine. Oh. Oh.
1: Oh. 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 I it trust this it, guy. It ain't any worse than this thing. Yeah. Um, if you've eaten a hot dog, you've gotten worse than the vaccine. You, can't, you
0: shouldn't worry about what's in the vaccine.
1: Uh, and I've eaten, eaten a lot of hot dogs. If um, you've
0: eaten food at a sporting event, you should not worry about what's in the vaccine. If you've eaten
1: food obtained in America, yeah. you've had worse than the vaccine. If
0: you've eaten at a fast food restaurant, uh, yes. you should not worry about what's in the vaccine. Ladies and if gentlemen... If you... Uh, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> So but it was good. Uh, uh Mickey James versus Deanna Perrazzo for the Impact Knockouts Championship, which is their women's mm-hmm. title, was great. Uh Diana Perrazzo is a person that was in NXT for a while, not really getting the shot that she really deserved. Went she left. It's been an impact. Deanna
0: Perrazzo?
1: Deanna Perra she is from Ron Kong. Come on? She is from New Jersey. <laughs>
0: she's from New Jersey. Which is
1: close enough. Deanna. Deanna.
0: Diana Ms.
1: Parrazzo
0: Deanna Parrazzo from Paramus, New Jersey This is probably
1: every member of her, her family
0: Diana Parrazzo Probably sounds
1: like that Diana Parrazzo I, I hope
0: she comes out of the tunnel or whatever And she's like, hi, I'm Diana Parrazzo Hello And I would like to speak to the manager
1: Excuse me? That's what she did She just wanted to speak to the manager of NXT And then she took her business elsewhere Yeah Um, But she had a great match with Mickey James Who is one of my favorite uh, women's wrestlers of all time Probably one of just my favorite wrestlers of all time, but she's great, her name is Mickey. Mickey, yeah, that's I like, actually I like her, that. her, apparently her real name too is yeah. Mickey James.
0: That's a real people's name.
1: That is a real person's name, But what a great real name to have! Oh yeah, um, it's
0: cute for a girl too because I like it when I like it when girl names um can go both ways, like mm-hmm. boy or girl. Mm-hmm. It's cool when it's a girl. It's cool.
1: This is uh. Portering on problematic. Uh, oh, I'm just kidding. No, I know you are. But um, I, do,
0: I just do like those names. I like them No, boys, I know. Too. I
1: like them as well. No, it's a good name. Mm-hmm. Mickey is a great name um for anybody. uh But she is great, and she went back to. Imp- she's like a classic. Imp- she was a big WWE star. She went to TNA later and was a big Impact star, and mm-hmm. then was back in WWE for a while. And now she's back in Impact, um and so this is a big return for her. Diana Parra- Diana wh- had been a champion Deanna. for a while. And this was Mickey's big thing to be like, I want to prove that I can still do this. And uh and she won the title, which I thought was cool. I mean, it would have been good for Diana Prazo to get the the win as well, but I think she'll win it back.
0: I like that you just say her full name
1: Diana Parrazz. Diana
0: Deanna- Parrazz.
1: Diana. I'm Italian. I have to try to <laughs> respect her heritage. Um, uh we're going to
0: my uncle's retirement party. he's retiring from the police okay
1: (laughs) actually everybody (laughs) and
0: and it's gonna be at my other uncle's restaurant (laughs) he's
1: he opened a restaurant after he retired from the police
0: no it's two different uncles one owns a restaurant i know oh 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 sorry sorry sorry. i get them confused with the third uncle who also owns a restaurant and is the police yeah
1: currently is the police Uh, Maybe you could do a podcast with my other uncle who has a podcast (laughs) that he started after he retired from the police.
0: And he does it with my cousin, who is his co-host on the podcast and is currently a firefighter.
1: You know who my favorite musician is? Who? Sting, after he (laughs) retired from the police. Uh, and bon
0: jovi obviously yeah and bruce springsteen obviously 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 Um, Obviously. and then
1: the main event was uh christian versus um this guy josh alexander who is like a big wrestling guy and he wrestles with like i love it when they're brave enough to be named josh right just just josh and uh he had this he'd been like coming up in the ranks of impact for a while and christian here's the thing apparently AEW and impact are not gonna be working together as much anymore so Christian mm. Cage is an AEW wrestler. So he had to pretty much lose this Christian title as well. Christian Cage is a
0: good name. Sorry. Yeah, he's
1: Christian. So he it's named himself after, he came up in like the early 90s is when mm-hmm. he first started wrestling. So he named himself after uh, Christian Slater and Nicolas Cage. And he combined oh, the names. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so then he was cri- just Christian in WWE. So then whenever he leaves WWE, he's famously left WWE a couple times. And now he's he just goes back to Christian Cage. and it's great. Um, but he had a great match. He's one Christian, by the way, is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. One of just like the smoothest, this guy, he's 47, mm-hmm. which is not old, but for no, an Matt athlete, ba- Matt Barry's 47. Yeah. But for an athlete, it's like, can, can be more difficult. Um, I
0: think Matt Barry could wrestle.
1: I could do it. He could, uh, do a moon,
0: he could do a moonsault.
1: Write that one. Um, <laughs> Matt Barry needs to do a moonsault. And then you have to explain what a moonsault is <laughs> to the vulture List readers who almost certainly do not know.
0: And why And why I think he uh, should be forced to do a backflip off, yes. <laughs> off the top of a ring.
1: Um, And so... uh,
0: But he's getting and, up there, you're And saying. then
1: Christian was also, more importantly, he was retired. Well, actually, this might help, though. So he was retired for seven years. Mm. And now he's back, which could make you rusty but it could also like heal you in a way that's like the way you couldn't heal if you're constantly wrestling that whole time
0: true but also it's hard to heal when you get older
1: it is harder to heal but edge it was even more fucked up than christian and edge came back after okay. nine years all right um well, that's cool and so but christian is just like one of the smoothest best wrestlers ever. everything he does looks real and smooth and like very crisp and it's great and so he and this guy josh alexander had a fantastic match um, and Josh Alexander got to have this big crowning moment where he won the impact world championship and he got the classic, you deserve it chant. Mm-hmm. Um, and they brought his wife and his oldest child into the ring to like celebrate with him. And it was this nice moment. And then this guy moose, Uh-oh. uh, who, I love so it already earlier in the night. Not this guy, moose. moose, uh, won a thing called the call your shot gauntlet which is basically the Royal Rumble where it's just like a battle royal where people mm-hmm. come out like one at a time. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, the last two people have like a regular match and you have to pin or submit the person. Mm-hmm. And so this guy Moose was... Uh, so the thing about this Clash Shot Gauntlet is... It's great because it's like the Royal Rumble for like shittier wrestlers that aren't as famous, uh-huh. but you're still, they're still good and fun and you want to see them. Yeah. So they had like surprise entrants and one of them was this guy, The Demon, uh, who literally is the kiss demon oh that's he funny he looks like Gene Simmons and he used to do this in WCW 20 years ago <laughs> his name is Dale Torborg he used to be a, res- a baseball player yes and he's just this big and he comes out as the demon and it's like this is so silly like he wouldn't show up in a Royal Rumble but this is perfect for impact Yeah. and he shows up uh, and anyway Moose won uh, this thing and so he could have a title shot whenever he wanted it for whatever title he wanted mm-hmm. and I thought they built this up nicely Moose is like a pretty main event guy for them and so he came out while this dude, Josh Alexander, was celebrating with his family in the ring mm-hmm. and attacks him. And then so Josh Alexander, like, makes sure his family he's like, get, out of, get yeah, out of here. Yeah, you got to save he, your he, family. Yeah, <laughs> saved his family and immediately gets speared <laughs> where, this, they, where they run. It's like a football attack where they run into you with their shoulder. Uh-huh. And he gets speared by Moose and then Moose pins him and wins the title. And then wow. his family goes and, like, checks on him. And Moose is, like, standing over him right next to his family. His was wow. you know, concerned. It was like really well done ending, and I was and like, And then he oh, this picked up great. his wife
0: and carried her away. And, and was then like, I win this as his, well. And took his son and was like, "I will teach you to be my son yes. now."
1: And his other son is now going to have to go on a journey. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's yeah, like the
0: Lion King.
1: So it's like what?
0: Like the Lion King.
1: Yeah, it's like the Lion King if Simba had a younger brother. Yeah. Named Kyle or something. <laughs>
0: kyle or something yeah that's a good name
1: yeah so uh, another name
0: that can work for both a boy and a girl kyle something that's
1: true Uh, i did have a friend named kyle and his girlfriend for a while his name was kylie
0: that's cute it
1: is cute also brian danielson his wife her name is brianna brian and brianna that's
0: weird (laughs) i would be annoyed um i'd be like no
1: as the priest in that situation? Like they, like, they,
0: yeah.
1: As the officiant in that wedding?
0: Do you, Brian, take... Bri- no. No, no,
1: I'm no, I'm not even going to say it. Cancel. Go somewhere else. This is canceled. Uh, we this can't. Is, this
0: is canceled.
1: Um, you know, he was going by Daniel Bryan, though, at the time in wrestling. So maybe she didn't realize. Yeah, that, that's Until fair. it was far too late. Until it
0: was too late. And then she was like, well, I'm stuck far with this guy Far too now. late. I guess I'm stuck and with this And they had now. a baby and they named it Brent.
1: Uh, they actually have two babies. They're Uh-oh. named... Bertie, I believe, is their oh daughter's no. name. And Buddy, I believe, is their when son's people, name. When
0: I just don't get it. You know, like some families are like that. What? Wait, oh my God, your family's kind of like that.
1: Oh, with the J's? Where they,
0: yeah, they pick a letter and they stick with it.
1: I don't think, I truly don't think that was on purpose though.
0: You don't think it was on purpose? Maybe. That you and your sister, sisters, all. there's three kids, all of you have J names. I just
1: don't think my fa- my parents are that whimsical.
0: But I don't even think it's whimsy. I, I, I mean, I don't know.
1: Maybe it's I, just that's easier. That's what I
0: mean. I don't know what it is, but it's like.
1: Jessica, Jennifer. And John.
0: Yeah, your mom's the only person in your family without a J name.
1: Angela, Angela. That's how my that's how my grandmother used to say her name. Angela, Angela. Angela. She used to say sandwich sometimes. My 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 grandmother was hardcore from Queens, and this is my mother. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway, uh, they that was cool. The moose thing was cool. What were we talking about?
0: I don't know. We talked about moose and impact
1: i feel like i need and to wrap it up soon yeah
0: we do actually we probably um, got time for other, one more
1: i had other thoughts uh wwe's crown jewel show was pretty good it was actually the best i saw them in, i Saudi saw the Arabian women in their silly
0: women outfits
1: yeah they I, finally, do I, that. Was, I was
0: glad i finally got to see it because yeah. i was like oh yeah they look like they're in they gym have class. to wear like
1: full body jumpsuits <laughs> yeah it looks and like they're in gym class. t-shirts yes it does look like they're in gym class yeah <laughs> um so, but it was definitely the most they've like tried in a in one of these paper Like, they actually tr- wrestled like a real pay per view because normally mm-hmm. they just do it like a house show and it's like not that good. But it, it, like the women's title match was excellent. The and I I, I feel better
0: that it's over now because like honestly like whenever these come up, it does mm-hmm. feel like there's a sense of impending doom.
1: Like they might not make it back. Right. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. like, truly, that is a that a has almost happened before. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And so it's like once it's over you're like oh thank god okay they're yeah. all safe yep they're all
1: home some of them have private jets i know brock lesnar has a private jet so he can leave as soon as he's done um but they
0: uh well wasn't that the deal with the last time they got stuck yeah. there is that the rich guys all got on the private yes. company jet mm-hmm. and then the rest of them were just stuck in saudi arabia Yep. uh
1: but this time it seems like nothing happened very hot crowd the crowd was very into the show um but yeah uh it was it was good i wish they would stop doing them but uh <laughs> it's still at least they i mean at least there's progress women get to wrestle on the yeah. show now and i mean it's there's something i guess you know and they got to have like a real great match too it wasn't like there were several women's matches and a female ref wow who wow. also had to wear the bodysuit who and, knows and maybe WWE's
0: the, the, the place the the thing that's going to help modernize saudi arabia's uh, gender uh uh relations you know yeah maybe that would, wouldn't that be ironic the thing that's like
1: the most problematic yeah we company. consider like
0: very toxic and like bad for our culture is like gonna do great work overseas. maybe that's
1: maybe that's why it helps because they are so problematic that it's yeah. like it, it, there, it's not too much you know what i mean they're yeah. not coming on too strong <laughs>
0: like, yeah it's like when trump would randomly have like a super like liberal opinion about something i can't even remember what it was but yeah there was there were that he would say where he'd be like no well sometimes he'd like randomly agree with democrats on things and you'd yeah. be like oh well, he used to be a democrat oh. yeah
1: he just i mean he tr- i mean he also don't think that he i'm pretty sure he just like
0: oh i think it was like vaccines he just, he
1: just thinks something in the moment and says whatever he's thinking in the moment yeah i don't think he really has like a hard opinion i think on what anything. i'm thinking
0: of is when he suddenly like this past year came out and was like everybody should get vaccinated and people were like boo Oh, and, yeah. But he, but it was like, yeah, he's an adult. Yeah, he does <laughs> Like doesn't... he's awful, but he at least has some sort of grasp on reality. Yeah. Um. I mean,
1: he also just knows what you want to hear. Like the people that he was catering to, he knows that they want to hear, and then yeah, they, yeah. I, yeah. But um, so he just says that.
0: Yeah, he's. I think he's, um, dangerously smart, not in a good way. Maybe in I just feel like he way. doesn't have
1: enough of an attention span. 'Cause I think he just thinks he well, just yeah, does stuff instinctively in the moment and then he just
0: I think what I mean is he's smart in the way that he's smart. Like he's not smart mm-hmm. in a, like an intellectual discipline. Oh way. no no yeah. He's smart in the sense that he can read people and he yes. can read the room and yeah. he can like And so he manipulate. can sell you he can yeah. sell you something. He's a salesman. He's a yeah.
1: salesman. He's like a skezzy salesman guy that can sell you something. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway, that was him. our that was our thoughts on Donald Trump section of the podcast. Yeah, we'll do one again like maybe in a year. Bring it up at the right at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, we like to leave you with Trump. That's what we always. Yeah. No, that's okay. Uh, that's what we always like to do. I don't know if there was anything. Well,
0: what's coming up this week? What can we look forward to for next week?
1: Um, so we've got NXT Halloween Havoc. This is the Ooh. first big special episode that NXT 2.0 has done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they're going to continue to do their NXT takeover specials. their like pay per view things. That's not Mm -hmm. been mentioned um but i'm gonna try to watch this because i think uh, it'll be interesting to see because nxt has like a much shorter attention span now and everything's very short and character driven so i want to see like what their big show is like yeah i want to see if they'll have longer matches and because even if they don't do like the same type of hardcore like indie wrestling style that they were doing as long as they have like a consistent consistent stories and they follow through with things and everybody has consistent characters and they're not too like add about everything Mm -hmm. uh and drop things and in the middle of stuff, then I think they'll be okay. Um, and then that's like a big show that's happening this week. Dynamite has is back on Wednesday this week after being on Saturday for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be good. There's another, there's at least one more AW world championship eliminator tournament. Wow. Match. That's a lot John of Moxley versus, week. uh, um, is that the one on on Wednesday? I think it's John Moxley versus, uh, who is it? Um,
0: you don't oh, have I, to be exact i
1: did john moxley versus somebody who i'm forgetting whatever uh I'm, i apologize i'll put in a retraction next week um <laughs> and uh but that'll be good that'll be good also i forgot to mention this remember him making fun of drew mcintyre uh his name
0: drew? drew. yeah
1: i wanted to let you know he's a big cat guy
0: Drew mcintyre big old cat guy look at his cat oh he's got a little black cat he's got a little black binks cat a little black we well, used to have a little black cat and it
1: died yeah he died but he was very oh, wow. cute and drew mcintyre is a cat that looked a lot like him
0: yeah he looks just like our old cat yeah and oh. he was doing all the.
1: Well, it's not the same cat but no, he loves his other but cats too you
0: know what the best so men look. <laughs> the best men in the world are cat men that's true like if a guy likes cats you just know he's a good guy like, yeah but you don't even need to know anything else
1: you know, because dogs are easy to love. We all love dogs. Right. But well, cats, they require a certain...
0: Also, like, my, my dad likes to explain it thusly. Like, people who need other people to need them or, like, who are dependent people like dogs because dogs are dependent on you and mm-hmm. there's, like, constant reinforcement of your relationship. With a cat, you don't get that. So you, it's, like, a thing more independently-minded people are into cats because you don't need that constant reinforcement of your relationship. It's
1: true. A person that I, at my work, described it, Fairly similarly, as it's like she was just like I prefer cats because it's just like, you know, the, they don't we don't need like the constant attention. It's just like yeah. oh, I respect them and they respect me, and like there's yeah. But the only note about that is I don't know if the cats respect us. But uh, no, I don't think they respect us at all. No, I think, I think they, they just think that, get tired that we're tired of us. Yeah, they just get tired of <laughs> us, and they know that they depend on us, even though they think we're shitty cats. Um, but yeah. yeah. Oh, and he also in this picture, Drew McIntyre is wearing a shirt that says "The Cat Father."
0: Oh, he is the cat father. And he is the cat
1: father. That's Drew McIntyre is one of the most like relatable. It, for being a huge, I was going to say he's godlike like Scottish man. Seven tall. I don't know how relatable that is is. N- but physically not relatable at all. But just <laughs> his personality is very relatable. And uh-huh. his whole journey is very relatable too. I feel like that happens to do Like an artistic career.
0: I feel like with really big guys, you can go, uh, I feel like that happens. I feel like a
1: lot of really large men are like very chill and nice because it's like, if shit comes up, you can handle it.
0: Yeah. They're not afraid of anything. Yeah. They so they're care. like,
1: why would they be shitty? They're just, yeah. very, they're not rude, you know?
0: And sometimes they're, they are people who got kind of left out in school. Cause especially if they were like freakishly yeah. tall or something. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're like nerds, like the rest yeah. of us and awkward, like yeah. the rest of us.
1: Exactly. So Drew McIntyre, we I don't know, love you.
0: How did we get on this? Anyway, I just wanted to tell we you. We got to wrap this show We're done. up. We're done. We're I'm done. I'm closing the
1: closing the computer. But you know
0: what before we go I want to say? Sounds like it's going to be a big week for wrestling.
1: It's going to be a big week for wrestling. I'm sorry I wasn't using my natural voice until now.
0: Okay. Well, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Talk to you next week.